church. My name is Pastor Jen, and I would like to welcome all of you to worship this morning. I have the privilege of leading us in worship along with my friend Brandy. And today also, we get to wear pink. Why are we wearing pink? Why are we wearing pink? It's in recognition of Breast Cancer Awareness Month and also to celebrate all of our survivors. So we wear pink with pride. I'd also like to welcome those that are joining online. Thank you for joining us today. And friends, if this is the first time that you are worshiping with us in our church, or maybe you've been here a few times and have kind of sat there quietly, we do have a welcome bag gift for you that we would like to share with you. Um, If you would like one of these, uh, please let Lisa know, and we will be sure to get them to you as well. Well, I think Brandy has some announcements this morning that she'd like to share. Um, If you would just refer to the back of your... um handout here. We have a list of events that are coming up here in the church. Um, The All Church Bazaar, um, Margaret is meeting after worship today in the FLC, so please make sure if you are planning to volunteer or participate or you just want some more information, please make sure to meet with Margaret after the service. Um, Also, the crop walk is today. It's at 3 o'clock at Julia Davis Park. So um, make sure to show up and have fun. It should be a nice day, hopefully. Um, And then please refer to any of the other um, events that we have coming up. And I think that's it. Okay, great. Thank you. Also, if you'll just register your attendance, our attendance pads on each row, please be sure to register that today so that we have a record that you're here. In the meantime, let us stand if you're able and welcome one another with Christian love.
Please join me in the affirmation of faith found in your hymnal on page 889. There is one God and there is one mediator, Christ Jesus, who came as a ransom for all to whom we testify. This saying is sure and worthy of full acceptance that Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners and was manifested in the flesh, vindicated in the spirit, seen by angels, proclaimed among the nations, believed in throughout the world, taken up in glory. Great indeed is the mystery of the gospel. Amen. Please be seated, unless you are a kid. If you are grade five or younger, this time is for you. Please join me. Hi, Silas. Well, hello. How is everyone doing this morning? Thumbs up? All right. I have something that I would like to share with you. It's quite beautiful. Yeah, one of my very good friends named Coraline made this. Do you see that? What is it? It's a rainbow. That's right. Look at all the beautiful colors of the rainbow. Do you know that when I was a little girl... Rainbows were kind of a big deal. It's true. Whenever we would have birthdays parties in our class, we would all get together and we would make these booklets for uh, our friends on their birthday, and all of us would draw a picture and we'd put it together and we'd give it to one another as a gift. And do you know what the most common picture was? It was a rainbow and the occasional unicorn, but mostly rainbows. It's true. Do you guys know the story of the rainbow in the Bible? Have you ever heard of the story of Noah? Noah built this really big boat because there was a storm that was coming, and there were floodwaters, and he took, how many animals did he take? Do you guys know this? Two of every animal. That is a lot of animals. That would be a lot on a boat to share for a very, very long time as the rains fell. And as the rains fell, the water went up, and then the boat floated on the water for a really, really long time. But did you know the storms eventually stopped? I know how they found out. How did they find out? They sent out a dove, yeah, with like a little stick to show that there was land, yeah. So at the very end, when they were able to, the storm had passed and the water started to go down, and then the boat was able to land on ground. Silas, did you want to say too? Oh, you can, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. And then you know what God did? 
God put this beautiful rainbow in the sky as a promise of peace, a promise that he would never destroy the earth that way again. And they, they, they called it kind of a big word. Can you repeat after me? It's called a covenant. Can you say covenant? Covenant. It's kind of a big word. Covenant basically means an agreement where God is going to do this and man is going to do this. And it's a promise of peace that we are going to work together for peace. So for that to happen, that has to be present in our relationships with one another. That we treat each other with kindness and patience and that we just love each other with our our hearts as God loves us. So every time we see a rainbow in the sky, we can be reminded of God's love for us, and it's a reminder for us then to love others. Let's pray. Gracious God, thank you for these little ones and for your promise of peace and of love and of hope. Lord, I pray that they will continue to grow and walk with you in their lives and mirror your love. Let us all be rainbows for one another. In your son Jesus' name, amen.
the prayers of our church family this morning. If you have any prayer requests or concerns, anything that's on your heart that you would like to share with your neighbor this morning, please feel free to share those things aloud. And then I will lead us in our pastoral prayer and the Lord's Prayer, which the words will be on the screen. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we pray that we may feel your presence and be transformed by your love. Create in us a desire to be patient and kind with one another and be content and thankful for the simple gifts in our lives. Lord, we pray that we may be moved by compassion and filled with a desire to serve as Christ served. Help us, Lord, to let go of our burdens so that we may feel calm and then live into being a promise of peace and a reflection of your love in this world. Lord, today we ask that you may use us for your glory, that you will bless and multiply the ministries of this church, that we may be in tune with your call and respond. Here we are, Lord, for the work we are called to do. Use us, Lord. Shape us, mold us. Let us, be reflect- let us be a reflection of your love, for we are your people. And today we gather together as your people to pray and worship and glorify you. Lord, today we, we pray as Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now, if you are willing and able, please stand for our hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness.
The scripture lesson today comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 13. Love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when completeness comes, what is in part disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. For now we see only a reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now with these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. There's a little bit of a theme if you look at our hymns today. When you look at the scripture. The last of it says, faith, hope, and love. Well, we sang, Jesus loves me. My hope is built. We just sang, great is thy faithfulness. And we're going to talk about rainbows today. So the last hymn when we get together later is going to be hymn of promise. I was thinking about songs this week. It's probably because this message that we're going to share today um, was basically inspired by the song from The Wizard of Oz, Over the Rainbow. Maybe you've heard of this little song. Somewhere over the rainbow, way up high, there's a land that I've heard of once in a lullaby. I have a feeling you're familiar with this one. I mean, for me, it's nostalgic. I remember watching The Wizard of Oz with my family when I was a little girl. And I was mesmerized, absolutely mesmerized by the brilliant colors and the story of the friends Dorothy met along the way on the yellow brick road. And of course, this song. In fact, I can't help but think of the song when someone mentions the Wizard of Oz. Did you know that it was actually written specifically for the movie? Did you know that? And did you know that it almost didn't make the cut? <laughs> Can you imagine The Wizard of Oz without this song? 
I think that would have been tragic. I love Over the Rainbow. I just love this song. And if my memory serves me well, I remember I was probably around little Coraline's age um, when I would just sing it. And I'd sing it out loud. And I didn't care who heard me. (laughs) I would sing it as loud with feeling. I also love Jim Henson's Rainbow Connection. Um, I mean, rainbows. Rainbows were kind of a big deal when I was a kid. As I told the children earlier, as I remember making homemade birthday booklets for my friends, and every single page I created had a giant rainbow on it. Rainbows and unicorns. They were my jam. And perhaps that is why I still love this song, Over the Rainbow, because, you know, there's a part of it, when I hear it, it kind of takes me back to my childhood. And I know, I know I'm not the only one. Over the Rainbow was voted the greatest song in the 20th century. Did you know that? Out of all the songs, it was the number one song in the 20th century. And I find that when you listen to it, there's a melancholy tone and a sense of longing in the lyrics. But then there's also this feeling of hope. Hope for brighter days ahead. Hope for you and for me. Hope for our world where we allow space to create loving relationships with one another, with strangers, our enemies, and with the complexity and diversity of all of creation. Where troubles melt like lemon drops and the dreams that we dare to dream really, really do come true. Just imagine the dream of peace. Hmm. Rainbows remind us of the promise of peace between heaven and earth and all the places in between. So when Pastor Mike initially shared a vision of our Wizard of Oz sermon series, I immediately knew without a question that I wanted Over the Rainbow to be the inspiration for the message today. I had recently seen just this magnificent rainbow. It was a double rainbow, even. We were driving home from Missoula after moving our kid into his dorm, and we were just on that very, very last stretch of the journey. We were almost home, when all of a sudden the traffic, it just stopped in both directions. We knew something really bad had happened. We soon learned that the road would be closed for several hours. We weren't going anywhere. And like Dorothy, I just wanted to go home. 
that I looked around and saw the other travelers, all with various destinations. And at that moment in time, we were on that road, on that journey, together as one. And a very interesting thing happened. Friends, I saw the love of God in the guy in front of me. It's true. You see, he pulled over, he had this big old truck and this huge camper, and he pulled over to the side of the road. And then I saw him go up into his camper, and then he came out, and the next thing I knew, he started offering water to everyone. He was walking up and down the road and graciously pouring water into people's water bottles. We all got out of our vehicles at that point. And we started talking to each other. My husband set up our hammocks because we had hammocks in the truck. Why not? So we set up our hammocks and gathered snacks. Others brought out their camping chairs to let other folks rest. Another couple had a deck of cards and brought those out. And somehow, on that late summer afternoon, we created a community in the midst of tragedy. You see, we were very much aware that just up the bend and around the bend... There was heartache, just out of sight. We were there for quite a long time together. And then all of a sudden, the clouds started rolling in. And around that time, the road opened. Torrential rain started to fall. And you know, guys, we we drove with a little more patience and a little bit more kindness and care for our fellow travelers. And then eventually we made our way out of the storm and we were able to see a clear path. And there it was again. I witnessed the love of God. And this time, this time it was in the form of a beautiful rainbow. I mean, it just appeared above the sky, I mean, above the foothills in the sky. The foothills were glowing this magnificent golden hue, and then this double rainbow just appeared. And in that moment, I was very much aware of God's presence. I actually caught my breath. And then I whispered a simple prayer. Thank you, God. I prayed for the family touched by tragedy and for my fellow travelers that in one way or another, all would find their way home to a place of love and peace. You see, this was my practice. Ever since I was a little girl, I'd say a silent prayer whenever I saw a rainbow just between God and I. Rainbows are a reminder of God's covenant 
with creation. And we, friends, we are part of creation. Genesis 9.13 says, I have set my rainbow in the clouds, and it will be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. And this was a promise of peace. Interestingly, the Hebrew word for rainbow, kashet, also means war bow, like an archery. Isn't it fascinating that an instrument of war could be transformed into a symbol of peace? In the story of Noah, the arch of the rainbow or war bow is pointed away from the earth. As if to say God promised to never judge with such complete and utter devastation again. The rainbow represents a promise to bring peace between heaven and earth. And it's a reminder of God's love, patience, and mercy. And friends, this is what gives me hope. Hope for brighter days ahead. Hope for you And for me, hope for our world, where we may allow space to create loving relationships with one another, with strangers, our enemies, and with the complexity and diversity of all of creation. And it's a reminder that God is with us always, even in the midst of tragedy like on the road that day. And as we've seen within the past week, even in the horrors of war, that somewhere over the rainbow, there's a promise of peace. But here's the thing. Keep this in mind. It's it's a covenant. Which means that more than one party is involved and that we as humanity must play an integral role in this promise. Rainbows are a reminder of God's covenant with creation. And you see, we are part of creation. This means that we are called into this relationship with God and with others, that we belong to one another, that we are family, a messy family, but family just the same. In the scripture today, in Paul's letter to the church in Corinth, Corinth, and by the way, I, I believe the church in Corinth must have had some intense conflicts because in his letter, Paul goes into a very long description of how relationships should be. He said that they should be rooted in love and that love is patient and kind and it doesn't envy or boast, it isn't prideful that it honors and looks out for one another, that it doesn't hold grudges, that it protects and trusts, and that it never fails and always 
always perseveres. Imagine if our relationships look like that. God pours out this kind of agape love on us, and grace rains down, even as God weeps. You see, I can't help but think that God weeps from time to time. But there's hope. Rainbows are a reminder of God's love. And it is this kind of love that should be present in all of our relationships and in all that we do. You see, we are called to be a reflection of God's love and mercy. And it is in this way that we play an integral role in God's promise of peace. One of my spiritual mentors used to always say, when God wants something done, he's going to call someone to do it. (laughs) We are called into that relationship. You know, I think poet and activist Maya Angelou said it best, try to be a rainbow in someone's cloud. Be the promise of peace and the reflection of God's love through the storms of life. But you may ask, how? Pastor Jen, there is so much tragedy and unrest and conflict in our world. How do we even begin? Because it can feel overwhelming, right? Perhaps we start by bringing calm and peace to our own relationships, here and now. One relationship at a time. Just like that kind gentleman that so graciously shared his water, pouring it out. One person at a time. Friends, when we were making our way home from Missoula that late, after some, that late summer afternoon, I witnessed the love of God and the stranger right in front of me. And that simple act was a promise of peace. I saw the love of God as we created a small community on the side of the road. And in that community, there was a promise of peace even in the midst of tragedy. Then I saw the love of God in the form of a beautiful rainbow as we made our way out of the storm and discovered a clear path. Perhaps our own yellow brick road, if you will. A reminder of the path of love and of kindness and of patience. And God was there. And I experienced a feeling of hope. Hope for brighter days ahead. Hope for you and for me. Hope for our world that somewhere over the rainbow there is a promise of peace. And so my prayer for us today is that with God's guidance that we as humanity will be able to discern a clear path to a place of peace and love on earth as it is in heaven. And the family of God said, Amen. Amen.
Well, now it's time for our offertory. So I believe we're going to be hearing a gift of music. Our offertory time is a time for us to give back and give thanks for the wonderful ministries of our church. Pastor Mike usually highlights a ministry, and today I am going to highlight congregational care. That's our, our dear friend Lisa, uh, because we have our ladies' retreat that's coming up next weekend. So thank you for your gifts and offerings, your talents, everything that you share to, to bring the ministry out of our church into our community and into our world. So at this time, I invite the ushers forward for our offertory.
now please join me in our prayer of thanksgiving. Generous God, bless these freely given. With wisdom, heart, and courage, help us to give of ourselves to bring peace, color, and light into the world. Lost, lonely, and forgotten. For in you there is no peace at home. Amen. Now please remain standing for a closing hymn, the hymn of promise. you and keep you. May the Lord lift up his face and counts upon you and give you peace so that you may go out and be the promise of peace in this world. Blessings to you, my friends. Oh.